Hello and welcome to Otter Talk. This is something we are testing here for Otter Talk. We are uh, trying to move something into more of a freeform uh, podcast style. Uh, maybe just trying to check out uh, if if maybe we get you know a couple more listeners. Maybe maybe you're listening to this uh, with the, the the phone closed because on Spotify you kind of have to keep that thing open uh, and watch the highlights. Uh, so if you like this, make sure you know let us know. Let us know uh, the Canvas newspaper uh, on all of our socials. Uh, but yeah, we're just going to roll into this. Uh, Chris, do you want to you take it away? Yeah, so we're first off going to be diving into women's volleyball. Um, they traveled to Avila uh, to begin the week. I believe that was on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah it was on Tuesday, uh, and we just talked about how dominant they looked. Uh, that Avila game, not close whatsoever. And I think that that really gives you a lot of confidence if you're Ottawa University. I mean, they came in um, undefeated, Ottawa did, um, but... In the KCAC, that is. Yeah. Um, but they came in undefeated in the KCAC. But I think beating any sort of college team in a set 25-6 to 6, um, is really encouraging. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's something that y- you love to see, especially when you look at the numbers. 43 kills for Ottawa, 24 kills for Avila. That not only does that mean that, that you're blocking uh, more of those sort of chances, but like you see the hitting percentage uh, almost quadruple. <laughs> I mean, Ottawa hitting 426 and Avila hitting below one at .084, uh, just showing you that, that Ottawa is taking, taking advantage of those chances a lot more. And I think it's interesting as you look into this game as they won three sets to nothing, you wonder if that confidence may have carried over into the next game as they traveled to the undefeated Kansas Wesleyan, undefeated in the KCAC, so two top dogs coming in and they hosted Kansas Wesleyan and once again a really great result yeah n- not only a great result but like you mentioned undefeated coming in was K-Dub uh, these two teams absolute giants in KCAC when it comes to volleyball uh, over the last uh, five six years uh, volleyball's kind of ran through Ottawa uh, and it's good to just kind of keep that kind of dominance at the top especially since uh, we, we talked about uh, K-Dub came in here a little bit earlier in the season uh, took that kind of win uh in the tournament uh they, they had a, like a little uh day tournament uh a couple of weeks ago about a month ago um and uh Candace K- K- Wesley ended up taking that win uh but good for Ottawa just to come out and uh, kind of squash that uh, especially uh you know just flex the muscles a little bit and in that game it was kind of interesting to see that there was a comeback ability yeah. um by Ottawa as they in the first set they trailed by as much as I think uh five points but they ended up coming back to win that one uh, 25 to 22, and in the second one it was dominant the entire way. It was 25-16, and then in the third, if I'm actually gonna be honest, so they had it tied up. They actually let Kansas Wesleyan back into the set as they were up by quite a few points, but it was 25 apiece. And uh, Kansas Wesleyan fans definitely pretty upset <laughs> as there were two calls that you know I think that they were questionable. The first one they wanted that they said that Kansas Wesleyan had tipped it on a on a kill that had uh, ended up going out of bounds, but they said it was tipped. So I'm not, I'll be honest, I'm not going to put my opinion there because I didn't have the greatest view, but uh, kind of an interesting one for Kansas Wesleyan. But the second one that Ottawa ended up winning the game on right after the previous call, um, one that the Kansas Wesleyan people uh, thought was out of bounds, but ended up being in, at least as it was called. And maybe Ottawa got away with a break there, but at the end of the day, they were already up two sets to nothing. So I feel like you got to feel like Ottawa University rightfully won that game anyway. Yeah, I think the, the better team definitely won on that day. Uh, but going forward, uh, it's it it's always interesting for, for women's volleyball. They always seem to, to kind of pack a lot of games in, into a week. Uh, 
They play Bethel uh, on the 11th, and they go to Des Moines, Iowa to, to play a, a doubleheader, William Woods uh, and St. Xavier. Um, and then they play Tabor on Saturday. So kind of a full week for them uh, as we just kind of take a quick look at the uh, standings of the KCAC. York, uh, or rather Tabor, uh, at the bottom at 0-4, 2-15 overall. Uh, and Bethel 4-1, and 16-6 overall. So that Bethel game definitely uh, going to be one that the Braves uh, got to kind of look out for. Uh, can't can't ride the high too much as you do go on the road to North Newton um, and kind of make sure you, you keep the energy uh, throughout the week. Definitely Ottawa University should probably be the favorite in all of those games, but yeah, something to definitely be looking at. Um, next, we're going to look at Ottawa University football. Um, they had a game on Saturday against uh, St. Mary. Blake, what did you think of that? Yeah, I mean, I was I was on the, the broadcast with Casey Weeder, and uh, it, it was it was an optimistic game in, in the fact that the the offense was able to to move the football. Um, they they ended up with 463 yards, which is over 160 yards more than uh, St. Mary had uh, total for the game. It, it it just came down to turnovers. The defense we talked about looked phenomenal. Uh, had a couple of interceptions. Uh, had a fumble recovery. Yeah. Um, but five turnovers on the offensive end. Uh, two of them being strip sacks uh, that ended up uh, being defensive touchdowns. And if you take those two strip sacks away, you take 14 points off the board for St. Mary, and you win the game by four. Right. On uh, and you mentioned the fumble as yeah. well that Ottawa got at the one yard line. You fumble, and you, that takes seven points off the board at some point. I think it, Ottawa, they look good because, mm-hmm. I mean, turnovers are something that can be fixed. They're, they're mistakes that happen. Everybody does them. Um, your best teams do them every single, t- every single game practically. I mean, every NFL team, they're, they're still yeah. having turnovers, and, and that's just going to happen. But I think it's at least good, like you said, it's, a, it's an optimistic game to at least see that Ottawa University, they're moving the football. The defense has been playing pretty decent, I think, throughout the season. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the defense has been really the, the shining star for, for this Ottawa team. Uh, you look at them over at first halves, especially if only about 44 points in total coming into today uh, in first halves. That's 8.5 that's or 8.8 points per first half. It has just been a case of the fact that the offense has been unable to move the football, and that means that you know the defense is on the field for, for most of the second half, uh, and by then uh, that you, you're getting the football just run down your throat. Right, absolutely. Um, football, I think that they've, they've been good in the past, so I think it's a little unfortunate to see how the season's going so far, but hopefully they can find a win um, at some point this season. We're going to next move on to men's soccer as they battled uh, York on Wednesday. And that one uh, maybe a bit of a frustrating game is that it ended up being a draw one to one. Yeah, you were on that call if I remember correctly. Yes, and I think that that was a, that was a game where so you obviously one to one draw, not yeah. what they were looking for. But I said before that game to you, I said I think this is a trap game because mm-hmm. York uh, York's shown some really good poise against some good teams. Um, they lost to Friends University by one. Um, they beat Oklahoma Wesleyan, and I think anybody that does that is really um, impressive. But they also, they're the number one defense. Yeah. So you have the best offense in Ottawa and then the best defense in York. I think that there was going to be some, one of them I thought would budge, but I was like, I could see actually Ottawa um, having a bit of a trap game, even though they should have been favored. But ultimately, uh, though it was a 1-1 game and I felt like Ottawa had a lot of chances, you look at two of the chances that York had that they didn't capitalize on. They had two breakaways, and they didn't punch it either in. That game could have been 3-1. Now, just like that also, Ottawa could have punched in a few more goals. So I think that Ottawa, 
Is it unfortunate that they got the draw? I actually wouldn't say necessarily that's the case. Yeah, I think that's the, the kind of common ground we've come, come on here. Right. Is that, like, I I think, I mean, we, we talk about the their, their keeper. York's keeper was ridiculous. Huron uh, is a guy that was making saves that, like, professional keepers are right. making. Uh, so, I mean, like, you would have liked the win, and they, the Braves did score early, and we were very optimistic. Um, right. But at the same time, I, I do think the draw isn't – we do feel – very good about that draw. And speaking of the goal um, that I was scored, it was Novacevic, which also uh, the very first NAIA offensive player of the week in Ottawa men's soccer history. I mean, that's kind of crazy, but uh, what an honor for him. Uh, he's actually my resident. He's uh, a freshman as well. So kind of the future you see of Ottawa looks bright. And Ben St. Molnar, I mean, yeah. a sophomore, yeah. leading goal scorer last year, leading goal scorer this year. He's also looked phenomenal, and every single goal that either one of them scores, it's either assisted by the other. So Yeah, I mean, when, when you've got two guys that are 1-2 in the KCAC in goals, uh, Molnar first in the KCAC in assists as well, um, it's just it's incredibly bright. Molnar, we talked about it uh, on time and time again. Uh, last year kind of didn't have that strike partner, Jonathan Rawayu, definitely very good, um, has been kind of that guy, uh, but it kind of feels like they've, found a person to bounce off of uh and that's absolutely huge and it's a dynamic duo that i look forward to seeing uh for the next two three years here in ottawa yeah and i think that's that's something that i think that they just needed and the future looks so bright for men's soccer um not just this season but for the next several um also men's soccer they played saint mary or excuse me bethany um, and they won that game two to one bethany came in undefeated in the kcac so an absolutely uh, huge bounce-back ability after the tie against York. Yeah, that game was absolutely huge. Uh, it, was a, it was a late winner by Francisco Arrua. Um, it was a game kind of like the York game where we, we felt that the, the, the dam was going to break at some point, but we just didn't know if it was going to break in 90 minutes. Uh, the Braves scored in nine and a half minutes like in the first half. Uh, and it just kind of seemed like they kept knocking on the door. Bethany, uh, credit to them, they looked pretty good on the, the counterattack. Uh, the only goal they scored was on the set piece. Um, but they looked pretty good. They had some pacey wingers. Um, again, Patty Wyatt's still out, uh, which has kind of been one of the things. Uh, Zach Wilson, uh, we've talked about him, don't talk about him enough, uh, played a, a great center back, um, has been a great center back for those last two games. Um, and it's just, it, it, just, it, was a, it was a good game to, to get the win for. Yeah, uh, that ultimately I think Ottawa, they look good coming into their really upcoming difficult schedule. And yeah. I mean, last week was a difficult schedule, but they have one game uh, that I want to highlight. They're, I mean, they're coming in to play uh, Bethel College. Yeah, they go on, they go on the road, which I mean, again, you don't ever want to go like the, the right. road, road games are always tough in the KCAC because they're not close. <laughs> right, and that and that's going to be a tough game, but. I kind of look forward to the Friends game next week where Ottawa, they host Friends University, both teams that are top of the conference, really just two giants. And I think that that is going to be a really good game. Friends, obviously, a really great offense as well. Yeah, you look at the the last handful of games for, for Ottawa, uh, you play Friends, uh, who's third. You play Oklahoma Wesleyan, uh, who's second. McPherson, who's fourth. Uh, so you don't really get any breaks. The only the only saving grace you have is you play Southwestern in there, uh, and Southwestern uh, a little bit lower on on the totem pole at 0-3-3 three and three, um, down there at second Alaskans. Wesleyan having a terrible season at zero and seven down there at the bottom of the KCAC. Um, 
but yeah, it, it's it's not an easy part of the schedule by any means. Um, but I do think they might have the the grit and the grinds at this point. I think we've we've talked to some of the players that uh, you you had mentioned on the broadcast that uh, that that uh, one of the players was was very uh, fortunate that they had lost that game uh, against Park before the KCAC play started. Right. And I think that that game might come into effect in these later games when you know they're must win games. Uh, to win the, the the only I believe the only KCAC championship we have regular season um, since the KCAC was kind of started with men's soccer. Yeah, Ottawa University they uh, look to try to stay undefeated this week as they'll play Bethel and then they host Friends University, the tie, other team that they are tied currently in the conference with um, for first place. So definitely be sure to come out and support them. I think we can give them all the help that Ottawa needs. And hopefully they'll be triumphant in that game. Um, on to women's soccer. They battled York University on Wednesday, and they had a four to nil win. Yeah, that that win was was pretty big. Uh, we we kind of talked about uh, how you know women's soccer very much turning the tides around uh, on their program. Uh, it looked like at the beginning of the season it was going to be men's soccer that was going to be uh, the kind of the stars of those people kind of you know turning around a program that hadn't been uh, successful since 2018 but women's soccer if you look back at 2018 as well uh, made the NAIA tournament so like definitely a program that has that kind of history uh, and it's good to see them kind of return to form with uh, with Candace Fabry uh, at, at the helm yeah and and I think women's soccer what's been super impressive to me I mean they beat York four to nil yeah um, and that was a game where York they packed it back the entire time. It didn't even seem like they were trying to score. And Ottawa, they didn't really have a lot of chances, but they capitalized on the ones that they had, and they got a blowout win. But something that I think has been really just impressive to me, because they also they played Bethany um, on Friday, and they had a draw 0-0. Zero to zero. What's been impressive to me is they had let zero goals in this week. That's two clean sheets. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I believe three in a row. Yes. Back to the Avila game. Yep. It's been really impressive uh, to see that from Ottawa as Kat Lagarde started, she tore her ACL. Yeah. So a little bit of a defensive change, but um, Cayman Brain coming in uh, and filling her, in her spot at the center back. Um, it seems like her and Riley Smith play really well together, both the center backs, and I think that that has been really impressive. Riley, a freshman actually, yeah. um, pretty local from Baldwin uh, High School. She's been playing some pretty excellent soccer, and I think that the future, once again, looks pretty bright um, with her. And then also Samantha Pruitt right next to her on the outside back position. She's been playing fantastic. She had a pass that isn't going to count as an assist. We talked about as a hockey yeah. assist yeah. that got Ottawa on the board for their first goal against York. Both of those players, uh, Riley and Samantha, both looking absolutely fantastic. And then on the other end, uh, kind of they've been fluctuating uh, Isabel Conte and then Raina Warner, which we, we know Raina. Yeah, Raina's been, been here, and, and she's proven that been she's— Been there, done that, yeah. yeah. And both Isabel Conte and Raina Warner playing pretty competent um, spots there. And it seems like we got two goalkeepers um, with uh, Willow Good playing the majority, and she's been getting uh, some clean sheets. She's been doing a nice job as well as uh, Anna Trapansky. Um We know that Trapansky can do a great job as well. So— I think that the defense, it looks really solid. And then the offense, they got it done against York. Unfortunately, Ottawa wasn't able to get a goal in against Bethany. But I they mean, come it, into the Bethel game, I think, with yeah. some great chances really against anybody that they play, honestly. It looks like a scary team. Uh, it's not a team you want to play at the end of the season, uh, for sure, because they just seem to get better every game. Um, it just seems like th this team gains momentum uh, every week. 
Uh, but but I mean, looking forward, it, it's it's going to be kind of a rough one for Ottawa. You, you get you get friends who we mentioned uh, on Saturday, men's and women's playing the same kind of schedule. Uh, friends five zero and one in the KCAC, so that game uh, going to be uh, one one that the Braves need to kind of collect uh, if they want to kind of jump Southwestern, who, who's who's right above them in fourth place. The Braves sitting in fifth, a pretty comfortable fifth uh, as Bethel uh, just two spots behind them at two and three, Tabor two three and one. Um, so this game against Bethel kind of to secure that fifth place spot, but at the same time, looking forward, uh, if you knock off, uh, if you knock off Bethel and you, you knock off friends, um, suddenly you're looking towards maybe a second or a third, uh, in the KCAC, which is not something that a lot of people thought this women's soccer team was going to get at the beginning of the season. Right. And it's, it's been looking fantastic. Anyways, we thank you so much for, uh, listening to Otter Talk. It's been, uh, absolutely fun. I would say yeah. Blake. Um, we look forward to hopefully doing this again. So definitely uh, give us some reviews, what you guys think about this. Uh, but in the meantime, be checking out the Ottawa Braves athletics page and check out and make sure you see those games um, that will be hosted at Ottawa this week. One especially that I think I'm pretty excited about is the Friends one. We mentioned that earlier. Men's soccer, they're hosting Friends on, on Saturday in the afternoon. Be there or be square. And uh, make sure also to read the campus newspaper. That's something that we've been pushing as well. Absolutely. Uh, we are a part of the campus newspaper. Um, make sure you, you, you know, we post every Monday. So yes. We, Olivia Kloster, we, yeah. we're, we're really proud of her. She's, yeah. she's doing well. Done a great job with, with, with this newspaper. Can't say enough about that. Make sure you read uh, the oldest brand newspaper in Kansas. Let's keep us alive. Right. And, and you know, maybe that Blake Griffin guy, maybe the star yeah. of that newspaper. I don't know. Well, <laughs> you never know. <laughs> but again, thank you so much for for listening. This is uh, this has been Honor Talk.